Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Today, heat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman is forced to stand by helplessly as an urgent message crackles over the airwaves. All persons within a 2,000-mile radius of Metropolis are urged to be on the lookout for a small model of an aerial rocket about 18 inches long, shaped like a cigar. Anyone finding or seeing this rocket will please report at once to Colonel Reed of Military Intelligence in Washington or local police authorities. But even as the message blankets the country, two men hold a conversation in an abandoned metropolis warehouse. Now that we have the model, Mr. Haller, what uh, do we do? It's like uh, holding dynamite in our hands. Everything is taken care of, Schweitzer. A plane is waiting to take us out of the country tonight. Tomorrow we'll have more money than we ever dreamed of. <clears throat> and we'll be in a safe place when Superman rockets blow the United States off the map. But first, for a new rocket angle, there's this. Let's suppose you've just landed your rocket ship on the moon. Of course, you want to get out and explore. So you put on your spacesuit. With it, you carry oxygen tanks so you can breathe because there's not a bit of air on the moon. And you'll find you can easily jump 30 feet in the air because gravity on the moon is only one-fifth of what you're used to. Is rocket flight exciting? It's terrific. And now you can get in on the excitement of rockets and space travel. You can get a gyrocket, the thrilling hand-sized rocket model. Yes, a gyrocket from Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. A gyrocket you can launch right from your hand. A zipping, zooming, flashing gyrocket that you send streaking into the sky up over the treetops. Think of it. A gyrocket with a sleek, brilliant-colored wooden body. Almost half a foot long, slim and streamlined. The propeller at the stern develops maximum thrust. And launching's a cinch, because your gyrocket comes complete with a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. But these gyrockets are just about gone, so send for yours today. For each gyrocket, mail 15 cents and a Kellogg's Pet box top to Superman, Box 124, New York 8, New York. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way to get it is to send a Kellogg's Pep box stop, plus a dime and a nickel, and your name and address, clearly printed, to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. And now, the adventures of Superman. By inserting a diamond chip in the nose of a tiny rocket, the only existing model of the aerial rocket in which he had come to Earth from the planet Krypton, Superman recreated a weapon which could either be the greatest power in the world for peace or an instrument of unbelievable destruction. But in a test flight, the model disappeared before Superman's very eyes. As we learned yesterday, a German rocket expert named Schweitzer, who was in league with Richard Haller, a cunning, unscrupulous adventurer, had drawn the rocket to a warehouse by means of radio control. Unable to locate either Haller or the model, Superman and his guise of Clark Kent, the mild-mannered reporter, returned to the office of Perry White, editor of the Metropolis Daily Planet. 
And a fine mess you made of things, Kent. A fine mess. Well, don't rub it in, Chief. I feel bad enough. Oh, you feel bad, do you? Yes. Well, how'd you feel if some crazy loon like Hitler gets hold of that model, manufactures full-size rockets, and begins showering us? Well, that's exactly what I'm afraid. Mr. My hat. Yes, come in. Get out of here, Olson. I just want to ask Mr. Kennedy. You can ask him anything you want in five minutes, when you're both out looking for new jobs. Huh? You mean I'm fired again? You bet you are, and without notice. That's the third time this month. I mean it this time. Well, you always say that. Uh, listen, Mr. Kent, did you hear anything from the FBI? No, Jim. The model hasn't been found, and neither has Hallern or any of his gang. Oh, if the rocket fell someplace, someone will find it. It didn't fall, Jim. Then maybe it's still flying, and it'll be spotted. No, I said it's directional finders to bring it back after it reached its peak altitude. And it did circle and start back when it disappeared. I... Well, I don't know. I, I think Haller somehow got hold of it. Well, how could he? He and his experts had a chance to tamper with it before they delivered it to me last night. I know it sounds fantastic, but... Well... Well, what, mastermind? I think what might have happened is that... Uh, just a minute. Hello? Who? Oh, yes, yes, he's here. Uh, for you, Ken. Oh, thanks. Oh, Ken speaking. This is John Miller, Ken. FBI. Oh, yes, Mr. Miller. Superman said I could contact him through you. Well, uh, uh, yeah, yes, that's right. Well, get in touch with him, then, and tell him to come to 121 West 18th Street. Something's just broken on this case. 121 West 18th? Right, I... Uh, uh, he'll be there in a few minutes, Mr. Miller. I've got to run. See you two later. Now, wait a minute. Where are you going, Ken? No time to explain it now, Chief. So long. Leaving Perry White's office, Clark Kent hurries to a deserted storeroom where he quickly strips off his business suit to reveal the blue costume and brilliant red cape of Superman. Then, raising a window, up and away! Streaks away like an arrow shot from a giant bow, and seconds later, enters an abandoned warehouse on West 18th Street. Several men, some with cameras and flashlights, move cautiously about the dusty top floor. Under an open skylight stands John Miller of the FBI and a small elderly man with white hair and faded, kindly blue eyes. Tell Superman what you saw this morning, Mr. Peters. Well, sir, I was up on my roof just after daylight was, taking care of my pigeons. I always feed them and give them a little flight first thing in the morning. Mr. Peters lives right across the street, Superman. I see. I just released my birds, and they were beginning to circle up. Then I heard something, kind of a steady hum. A hum? Yes. Kept getting louder and louder. Sounded like a swarm of bees. But pretty soon I heard it right over my head. But still, I couldn't see a solitary thing. It might have been a plane. Too far up for you to see. No, no, I finally saw it. And it wasn't the plane. Oh? What was it? Well, I wouldn't want to say for sure. I had only a quick glimpse of it before it bumped against a long steel pole sticking up out of this skylight. Then dropped down into the warehouse. It seemed, well, misty-like. I could hardly make it out. But it was like a long metal pencil or maybe like a silvery cigar. Oh? And uh, it had a little propeller on it. A propeller? Are you sure? I wouldn't want to swear to it. As I say, it was like trying to see something in a thick mist. Even though there, there wasn't any mist this morning. But uh, I'm pretty sure. Mr. Miller, if this man is right, he may have seen the missing rocket monitor. Well, it could yeah. have been drawn here by radio control. The steel pole Mr. Peters saw sticking up through the skylight might have been connected with a shortwave receiver. Well, I suppose it's possible. And but the I... difficulty he had in seeing the rocket from only a few feet away, the sort of mist around it, must have been due to some sort of camouflage on the model. A camouflage so good even I couldn't see through it. Oh, Mr. Miller. Now, what is it, Johnson? Uh, Adams just called in from the lab. Uh, one set of fingerprints we found here are Richard Haller. They are. I knew it. Uh, Haller received a permit to carry a gun several years ago, and the prints checked. Then Haller has the model. You were right, Superman. Now we've got to stop him before he can get out of the country with it. Come on. We've got work to do. Emergency order to all state, city, township, and village enforcement officers. Wanted. Richard Haller, six feet two, weight 195 pounds. Red hair and red beard. Age 46. Well educated. Probably.
be accompanied by a German national named Arnold Schweitzer or an American named George Barton, suspected of attempting to leave country with small rocket models. This man must be found. Driving on the main highway? That's not safe, Mr. Holler. Why do we not drive on side roads? This is the fastest way, Schweitzer. The plane is waiting for us. We're taking off tonight in two hours. But you heard of the radio, Superman, the FBI, the police all over the country. Look for us. Don't worry. They won't find us. We... Oh, oh, what's that? What? Looks like a roadblock up ahead. A uh, 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 roadblock? <laughs> Quickly, Mr. Hart, turn back. Relax, Schweitzer. Leave everything to me. With big hands steady on the wheel, Richard Haller drives toward where a car blocks the highway. And three men in high boots, coatless, one with a star on his vest, stand ready with rifles resting in the crooks of their arms. What will happen? We'll be back in a moment to find out, so stand by. Seems as though everyone's chasing after the Superman rocket. Right, and when everyone in your neighborhood sees your gyrocket, they'll be chasing after one themselves. Because the gyrocket is your sensational flying rocket model. A gyrocket you yourself can launch right from your hand to go zooming up in the sky, a brilliant streak of flashing color. A gyrocket from Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. A gyrocket with a gleaming, brightly colored wooden body, slender and streamlined. Almost half a foot long. At the power end, the steel propeller packs rotational thrust. And with your gyrocket, you get a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. You just flick your arm and the gyrocket is off, knifing its way through the air, soaring up and up over the treetops. Get yourself in on the fun right now. Get several gyrockets. Get a whole rocket fleet of the future. You can paint squadrons, insignia, and numbers on the side of each one. Then you'll always know your gyrockets when you have exciting speed and distance contests with your friends. Yes, it's a barrel of fun. But you've got to act quickly. Today, this offer is too red hot to last much longer. So for each gyrocket you order, send 15 cents and a Kellogg's Pep box top to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way to get it is to send a Kellogg's Pep box top plus a dime and a nickel and your name and address clearly printed to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Driving to a rendezvous with the plane, which is to take them out of the country with the precious model of the Superman rocket, Richard Haller and Arnold Schweitzer have been stopped at a roadblock on a country highway. As two men stand by with rifles, a tall man with a star on his vest approaches the car, covering it with the broad beam of a flashlight. What's the trouble, officer? Just sit where you are. I want to have a look at you. At us? Why? Got my reasons. Your uh, flashlight hurts my eye. Ah, don't see no red beard and red hair neither on you, are you, partner? Of course not. What do you mean? We're well, looking for a fellow with red hair and a red beard. Okay, you can get going. Thanks, and I hope you find your man. Good night, officer. <laughs> You can relax, Schweitzer. <laughs> never, never was I so scared, Mr. Haller. Amazing what a little hair dye and a razor can do. Eh? How much uh, farther is it to the plane? We'll be there in about an hour. And then not even Superman can stop us. <laughs> we'll be sitting on top of the world. Chuckling, Richard Haller drives on, swiftly closing the gap of short miles between him and the getaway plane. Meanwhile, at FBI headquarters with John Miller, Superman watches reports of the nationwide search for Richard Haller come in over the teletype. Uh, no soap in Jersey. 
Nothing from Pennsylvania, blank in Delaware and Maryland. The only luck we're having so far, Superman, is bad luck. I don't think we'll ever find Hallow this way, Mr. Miller. We've got to find him. He's clever, He's but... too clever to be caught in the ordinary way. There's only one way he can be stopped before he delivers that rocket model to a foreign government. What do you mean? It's up to me. There's a chance, just one, and a slim one at that. But maybe I can do it. What does Superman mean? What is the one slim chance he has to stop Richard Haller before it's too late? We'll find out tomorrow when Superman undertakes the most exciting and spectacular feat of his career. So be sure to tune in. Same time, same station for Chapter 15 of The Secret Rocket on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. This program came from New York. Stay tuned for Captain Midnight, which follows in a moment. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.